and welcome to Gaming the System. Um, I'm back. <laughs> I, I wasn't here for the for our return after the summer holidays, but uh, here I am, and we're all back together, which is really nice to have a have a session with all three of us. Um, so obviously it's me, Gem, and Alex, and Matt, and um, we're going to be talking about gaming and feminism through a gaming lens and gaming through a feminist lens and <laughs> all of that today. So, um, so our topic for today, we thought we would have a look at some industry news um, and we're going to start with the um, G, uh, GTA 6 hack um, and um and just have a chat around that and some of the information that has come out about that. And then we were planning to um, talk a little bit about um, the latest news from Ubisoft. So um, does anyone feel confident in explaining where we're at with the GTA hack? Or I've got an article here that I can can read from if that's um, helpful. Um, from what I've heard, which has been very recently anyway, um, it all happened like on September the 18th or 17th or something. Uh, and this hacker or individual who um, acquired about 90 odd videos of footage and all sorts of things that they shouldn't have been able to get from Rockstar posted um, under the username Teapot Urban hacker or something I can't remember. <laughs> yeah I, uh, did, I did have a check yeah. when i read that <laughs> yeah. which, which they think is apparently now two people that teapot and lily apparently um from what i've had and uh yeah they basically posted it on this forum and everyone was like that's a lie it's not real it's fake and then they suddenly realized it was real and like started downloading it and then it spread all over the internet and now everyone's seen um, what is in development footage of GTA 6. But of course, everyone takes it away and says, how can this be the finished game? It's crap. It looks crap. And all this. And there's just been a really sort of strange reaction to it all and a lot of um, angry people and also a lot of angry developers on behalf mm. of Rockstar as well. Um, and Rockstar issued a statement about it. And I'm sure... Lots of lawyers are hunting down the person that did it, but that's as that's as much as I know. I don't know if there's more to add, but uh, yeah. That's- when I was reading about it originally, one of the things that they were talking about actually was about about how frustrating it is to have those early the, the early drafts mm. kind of out in the public domain because yeah. yeah like you say it's it's funny isn't it how people get so cross with that with that and yeah. clearly have no appreciation of the long no. process that designing and creating these games actually takes and the huge amount mm. of hard work that goes into it i mean i know matt you've been um doing bits towards game design and and so you know you probably have a better idea than 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 we do about all the stuff that goes in behind the scenes and how frustrating it it must be it's a shame that it hasn't been a more positive response to um having basically a little bit of insight into the 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 
production process actually sort of behind the scenes peak you know it's, it's a shame that people's sort of initial response is critical and you know to to get angry and cross about it um yeah honestly any- with with yeah with like with anything creative like the original like form is just can be embarrassing because the finished form's in your head Mm. and you have to go through imagine i can't remember who carved the david but whoever it was carving the david michelangelo michelangelo yes that was a quiz question not uh, i did know that (laughs) Um, you don't you you only the only thing that matters is the 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 copy that ships on release day Mm. that's all that's the only thing that anyone has any right to because you're asking them to buy it at that point. Mm. People, so it, it doesn't matter. It's like the same with um, the uh, the sequel to Skyrim. Is it was like teased two years ago with a single like ten second trailer I that was the title yeah. in the yeah. sky. And people, people will always, a fan response to anything is, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. Studios Mm. are lazy, they're stupid, they don't know what they're doing, and they just behave like petulant children until it ships. And just like with with anything, with 99% of creative stuff, apart from the Sonic film where they fixed its teeth. (laughs) Yeah. Once they did that, you can't you can't try and guess what people want because then you you you'll go insane. You think, oh, that person won't like that. Mm, this one won't yeah. want to play as a girl, but this one will want to. Uh, umming and ring, umming and ring. And so, with any creative vision, particularly for for like smaller places, you've got to have that like element of choosing your target audience. I've got an idea for a game about uh, woodland animals that live next to a, a dump site and they they craft weapons and armour out of the dump site stuff and start killing each other. And I could... Uh, who I have no idea if anyone wants to play that other than me. I, so you, I think that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like really violent Fortnite. And so, <laughs> with woodland animals. Yeah. Yeah. So you have no Keep idea. So down. with that kind of thing, and especially that's why indie developers are so awesome. There's a million different types of games of a million different kinds. And the that's so people with no resources can make them now. Mm. But then when it comes to the massively most big um game developers. They have no motivation whatsoever to consult outside of the development studio mm. for what they do because Grand Theft Auto V is one of the most popular games that has ever been created. And they did that themselves, this studio. So they just trust, they should just trust themselves. And when this happens, it just must make you want to go, oh, well, the only people responding to this are dickheads whose opinion doesn't matter so hopefully they'll they'll probably sue the sue the whoever did this into existence 
and then carry on as if none of this had ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, I did actually yeah. see uh, some stuff on Twitter where a lot of developers were sharing their own like early game footage in solidarity and like I think one of them was um Sea of Thieves and they showed the characters and they were just like large white beans with mustaches and it was quite funny but that just shows how much it changes like in the process and I think um at least on that side of Twitter they 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 are trying to educate people a little bit more mm. oh, there's an opportunity to educate people which is nice to see as well but whether that's being picked up by the uh, by everybody is, is another thing. But it's nice that it's happening at least. So um, yesterday, apparently, police um, confirmed that they have actually arrested a 17-year-old um, oh. who's suspected to be involved in 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 the breaches. Wow. Um, obviously, you know they're. Under eighteen, so no yeah. names have been released. Um, Were they even born when GTA Five came out? <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? That is yeah. crazy. But um, they also hacked um, uh, Uber as well. So, uh, oh, so you know, wow. yes, yeah, good. <laughs> um, I'm just having a look that they, they. Um, yeah, they think they were part of a a, a larger hacking group. Wow! How did they get into that so young? That's so strange. It's a whole new world. To it me. is a whole new world, and it, it. I suppose it's interesting, isn't it? As to, I mean, I, that maybe that's a whole different um, episode. Really, ha- the yeah. whole hacking thing, because it just it it's it's about how how does that take you down? crime route mm. i mean obviously well, it's illegal to hack yeah. at this level but um you know like what does it, or or it does it take you down a like tech a, route you know yeah. do you then end up employed by you know google or, or even secret <laughs> services yeah so yeah. um uh there isn't there is a profession called an ethical cyber hacker and they're like um, professional safe crackers who mm. people take their latest security system to mm. to um, oh, get them to try, try and hack it. That's cool. I mean, we used to when when I ran my mud, um, we used to have um, there was a, a, a couple of players who were always finding ways around you know like ways to kind of cheat the system and to to um cheat the game and in the end we would basically say to them like okay here's an here's a new area that we put online go in and play it and find all the the cheats and that was that person's job (laughs) in the end so you know it there there is definitely a space for people who who really enjoy doing that and this person actually just really got a massive kick out of finding the broken bits um and you know i think that they really enjoyed that and enjoyed being the first person to abuse <laughs> abuse bugs in the system. So, um, so I was thinking maybe we could talk a little bit about what we found out from the from the hack. Um, is there anything? Have either of you guys heard anything particularly juicy? Or shall I? 
Um, I have some potentially juicy tributaries that mm. we could um, we could explore. Um, the first one is um, like uh, bringing home a personal element to it because GTA Five. I enjoy GTA Five. I played some of the um, games that were on PSP, and they were mm. brilliant. But I'm not. If they said, "Oh, Matt, you can you you're not allowed to play game uh, GTA anymore," I'd go, "Okay, I don't. I'm not mm-hmm. too bothered." Mm. Um, so this doesn't really hit home for me. Um, so I was wondering if each of us, if we think about a game that we are desperately looking forward to, and how you'd feel if stuff stuff came out beforehand. Right. Like so for, for me. Yeah. Yeah. So my mind would probably be um, with because then th- this shows like there are always going to be a, a consistent population who are just dickheads regardless of anything, mm. and they're the ones especially that you don't you shouldn't listen to at all. But then when you take God of War, for example, it's coming out in two months' time. It's been in development for four years now. And there have been multiple times that it's been delayed and the director from the previous game, Corey Barlog, came on probably at the start of the year just to say, look, we, we, we really appreciate your guys. We're working as hard as we possibly can to deliver the best game possible whilst keeping our, our studio happy and healthy. And it was literally just him stood there next to the statue of Kratos in the lobby and most people, true fans, I would argue, go, "Yeah, good on you guys." I don't, I don't care how long it takes. Um, you, you, you guys, you'll make the best thing you possibly can, and we support you. Whereas there's criticism, there can be criticism going like, "I criticised the first trailer that came out, um, and I changed my mind on most of that." Um, that's. Gen- genuine, genuine criticism from someone who cares, but then there's the the dickhead population who just want to complain and be angry and and stroppy children. Mm. Is it Diablo that you're looking forward to, Jen? Uh, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's which Gate. has been yeah. in um, beta for. Forever, I don't. And I'm yeah. not even sure it's ever going to come out of beta. <laughs> they keep promising it, and then they keep pushing it back, which I think is actually is one of the points that I, I was thinking around this. You know that like even when a game is almost ready, it can still be very not ready, and mm. you know so so. I think it's interesting what you're saying about. I mean, <clears throat> how would I feel if? if a game that I was really looking forward to, I wouldn't care because I wouldn't read the stuff, you know, I just Mm. wouldn't go and look at it Um, in the same way that, you know, so much information. I mean, I'm, I'm often very much behind the curve just due to make time issues. And so, you know, whether it comes to like, you know, the new, um, the new game of Thrones series that's out and the new um, uh, Lord of the Rings um, series etc all of those things I'm going to watch them so I and I get I can see that it's all over social media mm. but I just don't look at that stuff so I so for me it wouldn't 
it wouldn't bother me other than you know other than other than if I was genuinely interested and at the end of the day as a consumer you know I can be excited or annoyed about the choices that the the companies make with their with their games and their tv shows but you know it's up to that they, they, yeah. they're making the games they're making it and I play it or don't play it based on whether and I think you know it's it it always intrigues me the way that individuals get so emotionally invested in something and they get so genuinely angry with the people that are making these things like it's like a personal like insult to them when it doesn't it isn't the way they want it to be and and it's I find it fascinating that people can't get a little bit more perspective on it you know it's like it's the, the game company do not make the game for you they make it for an audience and that is full of lots of different people and I, I'm constantly surprised by that you'd think by now I'd just be like oh they're doing it again but and I it was we were um talking at home about how um so many crappy books and tv uh, get um and book series get made into tv series mm. when there are some absolutely awesome stories out there that have not been made into into tv series and i and i think that possibly a large reason for that is that people just feel like they're going to get so much flack because yeah. they're not going to do it right Doing i know that right. like neil yeah. gaiman has recently had the sandman out and i've read the um graphic novels and it's you know, it's an awesome story and an awesome series, and and uh, they were really worried about how to how how people were going to respond to it. And um, you've got to allow people a bit of artistic license, I think, and engagement. So for me, I, I don't think it would be a problem unless it had some negative impact. Like, I mean. Rockstar are saying it's not going to ha- it's not going to slow down the release or anything like that. But I think if it had that kind of impact, then that would mm. annoy me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think if uh, if I got spoiled for something, I was really looking forward to like like a major story spoiler for God of War. I it would it would lessen the impact of playing it for the first time for sure. Mm. But it's yeah, it's kind of one six of one and half a dozen of the other you can protect yourself from getting spoiled as much as you can online by just trying not to go online or on social media like in the lead up to things but sometimes spoilers happen Mm. i got spoiled for game of thrones one of the deaths in game of thrones once and uh, that was not so great but uh, i mean i still enjoyed it i just it was just much less impactful knowing already knowing what was coming um, but if something like that is spoiled, it definitely has an impact. But I think from stuff that's been leaked for GTA, it's mostly developer footage and then some details about like the types of playable characters and the location of the game, from what I can understand. But other than that, there's no no major details that have no. been revealed. No. I mean, I think one of the one of the 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 main things that that 
sort of made me prick up my ears was that there was something about the possibility of playing a a female protagonist which Mm -hmm. obviously is a positive thing now Matt you've said you've played them all so one of the things that that um we've heard quite a lot about GTA is how misogynistic it is and how yeah how problematic it is and actually i've i've come across a list of like controversy timelines for gta <laughs> and it's like it's going through like all of the episodes and there's one just literally like picking one at random there's something where they said they, they've called it the the 2004 release of san andreas um caught some flack um uh but its biggest point of contention was the controversial hot coffee mod, which uh, um, gave players yeah. the access to an initially inaccessible mini game. But it has still been put in there. So, you know, like it's going to become accessible, isn't it? There's no point in putting it in there otherwise. Um, where the main character has fully clothed sex with his girlfriend. Um, and it was supposed to be a hidden it was a hidden scene that's supposed to be an inside joke for rock star developers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, is obviously GTA is not um, uh, a stranger to controversy, but um, have they ever had a female protagonist? Have you ever been able to play? You can play as a woman in GTA online, but not in the Yeah, but that is the... That is the the you you get no credit for path of oh instead of choosing a female protagonist yeah, and making yeah. you play as them you're going oh you can you can do whatever you want give us brownie points yeah I don't, so, uh, I don't think yeah. you I don't think you can ever play as a as a woman um, but I Not think in the main story no, but, yeah. no it's they feel like they're very. They're just so some games are ahead of their time, like Last of Us bringing in um, muscular women. We talked about Ellie last time, just saying that they are white, um, but the body type Ellie isn't that not that the same body type that all female protagonists were. There's like mm. there's Lara Croft body type, original Lara Croft body type, and then modern Lara Croft body type and those are the two female body types that then mm. there was a there was a there was a there was a a transition point at some point in the last did 10 years did you ever play um gta online that no no i i, I, did, I played I like half an hour yeah. did you yeah i did and i played a female character and i noted i can't remember how old i even was when i started it going back quite a few years now um but i picked a female character and i noticed that um you could move around body types and i think how you did it was you picked like two people from a from a list of like parents and they dictated the body type and like the features of the character that you were playing i think i could be like completely misremembering but um the 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 kind of body type i ended up with was actually fairly masculine for a woman i would say it was quite broad-shouldered and uh quite tall not small by any uh, stretch of the imagination um and you know quite sort of dour faced and mean and rough looking um 
because you know you're basically going around robbing people and shooting people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that was that. I, I remember thinking that was interesting, definitely. Um, but you could wear you could wear flat shoes, but you can also wear like stiletto, like really thin stiletto heels and all, all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't the biggest spectrum ever in terms of body types and skin types and things but uh definitely going to the hairdressers was interesting as well i know i did you ever do that Matt? i, I was very boring i would just keep my hair the same ah okay <laughs> yeah. you did game. have to actually earn quite a lot of money to change your hair because every time even if you wanted to just look at a hair type you had to pay for it uh, not like not like pay pay i mean in-game <laughs> currency yeah. uh, not like actual money um but yeah so i i had to i went around and uh rubbed a few places just so i could look at all of the different hair types <laughs> i was like i need to know um but there were some so definitely some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i rubbed definitely a few some, places uh, so i could check different yeah hair. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was good. No, I remember there was definitely some uh, representation in terms of different ethnicities for hair types, like different cornrows and all that sort of thing. As well, oh, that's good. Quite good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just remember that being a, a thing I remember from playing it. But I haven't played it for probably at least three or four years now because um, it, uh, I think it's on PS4 and then mm. I never got it for PS5, obviously, because why would I have already played it? on mm. ps4 unless mm. i absolutely love a game i'm not gonna buy it twice over <laughs> no so do you think that um that these games should allow the ability to play you know multiple genders or or i know we've talked a bit about it in the past about the idea you know like some um games lend themselves to a a specific gender or some games that are very story led and things mm. require you to be something because it it rolls with the story um i mean this is this gta feels like a very sort of male dominated masculine world yeah. and is it is it woke gone mad you know to have the ability to play you know a woman why, in that scenario i don't see why it would be wrong to have a woman within that world i mean it is very masculine definitely and it there was a lot of times where i felt very uncomfortable with a lot of the content that was um being showcased in the story but that's just because that's GTA. And I'd never played GTA before GTA 5. I only bought it because it was the game of the moment at the time and uh, the most popular thing and everyone had it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll give it a go. And mm. um, But there was a lot of times where I was just like, I, d I don't know if I want to watch this cutscene or, you know, that kind of, that kind of right. thing. Um, but that's... I don't know if that's just my naivety, not knowing what I was getting into or not being familiar with the GTA universe mm. um, or just um, it being uncomfortable sort of by design. And Matt, you haven't gone out and robbed any banks or 
know. To... Well, I can't. I can't say that I have. <laughs> um, no. But um, it, <laughs> you can't it, say. <laughs> um, I my my assessment of because whenever anything is as popular as it, it mean this is, this has been and and continues to be, they've they've made it for PS3, PS4, and PS5, one of the biggest oh, games yeah. of all time. Yeah. It it's just you you can't argue with success. So it means that there is something, there is something in a profoundly large, like chunk of the population of the planet that loves this this game and the worlds that it creates in it. Hmm. Um, so it just, and I feel like each, the games are very zeitgeisty, and hmm. GTA Five was like the. It's the ultimate satire on America and Los Angeles in particular. And yeah. just the, the tone of it, like the tone of Skyrim and the Fallout games, they're the same tone, even though they're set in completely diff- distant, um, different settings. It's the same mm. tone. Same with Red Dead Redemption and the GTA games. They're there's there's something in that the universes that they create um but i they are products of their time sort of with the like some of the like sex scene stuff and the hooker stuff i feel like that was them doing what they thought was edgy i think they're pushing a boundary an edginess about it a lot of it um, mm. Don't get me wrong, there was a lot that I also enjoyed playing <laughs> as well. But, yeah, there's definitely that feeling like they were deliberately trying to to be edgy at times. Mm. That's the impression I got. Mm. I think that um, people say woke to mean progress and diverse. It means anything that isn't. I want it to be white and male forever please and um, i think the the uh, don't say please they whereas <laughs> the diversity the creative people want to create the most awesome thing that they can think of and the more resources you have the more you can you can explore your ideas and the the rock star now developing this have the diversity opens up infinite creativity that they have never had access to before because when GTA 5 was made they they were just as it's patriarchy is restrictive in every way including creativity you say oh we can only have them having a black protagonist like they've had, oh, we've had, we're we're pushing the envelope. We've had, they've had some black protagonists. I remember that but being quite say, a big thing at the time, there when mm. it came out. But yeah, yeah. Now they say we've, with like, the mainstream media, of like Netflix and stuff like that. That has gone so extreme in like their diversity. It makes you go, oh wow, we could actually, an entire new 
like universe of creativity as open to us and we're going to explore that rather than stay with what we did we were doing mm. 10 years ago mm-hmm. so it's better for everyone apart from some dickheads <laughs> yeah. well on that note <laughs> i'm going to say we'll we'll uh, we'll bring this uh, first part of this discussion to a close and um we'll be um uh sharing the second part um next week so please do tune in for that um and uh, for now we will say goodbye and um we will see you very soon we hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.